Dearly beloved in Christ, in today's readings, the Word of God tells us in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 to 11, the verse 1 says, There is an appointed time for everything. There is an appointed time for everything, and a time for everything under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot the plant. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to be far from embraces. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to rend and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. What advantage has the worker from his toil? I have considered a task that God has appointed for the sons of men to be busied about. He has made everything appropriate in his time and has put the timeless into their hearts without man's ever discovering from beginning to end the work which God has done. Some versions will say the verse 11, he has made everything beautiful in its time. In its time, God makes everything beautiful in its time. In the time of a thing, God makes it very beautiful. Many a time we falsely or we wrongly say in his time, even though it makes sense in his time, yes, God's time, he makes everything beautiful. But the scripture from Ecclesiastes 3, 11, it says, in its time, in the time of a thing, God makes everything beautiful. In other words, God works with time. Each one of us, God is never late and God is never um, fast or quick, so to speak. God is always on time. You have your time. I have my time. God's time for each one of us is the best. In the time of eating, he makes it beautiful. God makes all things beautiful in its time. Yes, in its time, God makes all things beautiful. So never envy anybody and don't feel you are late. No. In its time, in your time, God will make everything beautiful for you. But dear friends, we must remember that there is one thing that we must do at all times. The first reading said, there is time for everything. That is true. Time to preach, time not to preach. Time to go to church, time not to go to church. But when you come back to time to preach the gospel, friends, every time is the time for us to preach the gospel. Yes, there is time for everything, but it is always time to preach the gospel. There is time to preach the gospel. There is time to do every other thing, but there is no time, so to speak, given to preach the gospel. We are supposed to preach the gospel at all times. Preach the gospel at all times, St. Francis tells us. Preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. 
I repeat, indeed, there is time for everything on this earth. But the time to preach is always every time. There is time for everything, but every time is the time to preach. There is time for every other thing, but every time is a time for us to preach. Friends, if you read 2 Timothy 4 2, 2 Timothy 4 2, it says, 2 Timothy 4 verse 2, it says, Preach the gospel in season and out of season. Preach the gospel in season and out of season. Preach the gospel at all times. Whether it is accepted or not, proclaim it, preach it. Preach the gospel at all times. 2 Timothy 4.2 Dear friends, so even though the first reading says that there is time for everything, but I repeat, when it comes to proclaiming the gospel, when it comes to talking about Christ, every time is time for preaching the gospel. Every time is the time for preaching the gospel. There is no appointed time, so to speak. When it comes to the gospel, we must preach the gospel at all times. Why? Because the gospel is the salvation, is the means of our salvation. And friends, there is nothing more important than our salvation. If we come to the gospel acclamation, we are told the son of man came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus came to save humanity and he had to pay with his blood, with his life for our salvation. The ransom for our salvation was the blood of Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ is worth Every human being is worth the blood of Jesus Christ. And so we must not stop talking about it. And we must not give time to talk about it. We must talk about it at all times. That is what we have to do. And that is why if you read the gospel, Jesus was praying alone, we are told. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, who do the crowd say that I am? Why was Jesus interested in knowing what people say about him? Why was Jesus interested in the fact that people have the right knowledge of him or the right knowledge about him? It is precisely because knowledge of him is salvation. To know Jesus is to have salvation. John 17:3. If we truly know Jesus, then we are saved. No one can truly know Jesus and not accept him. To truly know Jesus compels us to, 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 to accept him. No one can truly know Jesus and not accept him. And to accept Jesus, Romans 10, is to receive salvation. Dear friends, and that is why we must proclaim him so that people will get to know him and then accept him. He says, how can they believe when they have not heard? And how can they hear when there is no preacher man, so to speak? When there is no one to proclaim the gospel, how can they hear? Read Romans chapter 10 from verse 9 going. And so friends, we must proclaim the word of God. It is crucial. And we have to be reminded that that is our mission as individuals and as a church. The only mission, the only task Jesus gave the church 
is to evangelize. Friends, the blood of Jesus is so precious and so costly that it cannot go to waste. So we must proclaim the word of God for everyone to be seen, to be saved. And that is what it means. The son of man came to give his life as a ransom and he did give it. So we must proclaim to the hero of everybody so that they will come to faith, to know him and to be saved. And that's why he said, some said John the Baptist. Others said Elijah. Still others said one of the ancient prophets. Then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? He wanted to be sure, even though the crowds had it wrong, he wanted to be sure his disciples were also saved. That is to say, they also or they really knew him. And we are told Peter responded, the Christ of God, the Christ of God, the Christ of God, this is our salvation. The Christ of God is our salvation. The Son of Man came not to condemn the world, but to save it. That is why Jesus came. And he said, the Son of Man must suffer greatly and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed on the third day and be raised. Jesus died for you and I. This message is valid for all time. This, must, this message should be and should and has to be proclaimed at all times. Yes, there is a time for everything under the earth. There is time for everything on earth and a time for everything under the heavens. But when it comes to the proclamation of the gospel, the time is all times. There is time for everything under the heavens. But friends, Every time is a time to proclaim the gospel. There is time for everything under the earth, but every time is the time for us to proclaim the gospel. 2 Timothy 4.2 Friends, we must proclaim the gospel. That is our calling. We are called to proclaim the Christ of God. He is our salvation. In Him is our salvation. Friends, in him is our redemption. He died to save us. This is the message we are to proclaim. And friends, we need courage. We need courage to proclaim this risen Christ. And how do we get this courage? Friends, we are told Jesus was praying in solitude. Friends, we must learn to sit in solitude. Sit alone. Be alone with Jesus. And when we have time and when we make time to sit and pray in solitude, we will hear the heartbeat of God. We will feel the heartbeat of God. And we will realize that the heartbeat of God is for souls to be saved. The heartbeat of God is for souls to be saved. Think about it. When Jesus, when God felt the need for us to be saved, he sent his only son. For God so loved the world. He sent Jesus. Friends, this is the basic message of salvation. And we must proclaim it for everyone to hear. The Christ of God must be proclaimed. The Christ of God must be lifted up so that people will see him and be drawn to him and be saved. The death of Jesus, our redemption, must not and should not be in vain. Yes, 
the time to be born and the time to die. During the time to be born, we must proclaim the gospel. We must use the time to be born as testimony to the gospel. The time to die must be a time for evangelization. When somebody dies, we must use even that time for evangelization. When somebody is born, we must use that time to talk about the Christ of God. When we are planting, there is a time to plant and a time to uproot the plant. That is a time to harvest. During times for planting, we must talk about the Christ of God. We must be creative and use all the time we have in ways that will talk about the Christ of God. He says there is a time to kill and a time to heal. In moments of death and in moments of recovery and healing, we must find ways of talking about the Christ of God. There is a time to tear down and a time to build. In both times, we must make sure we talk about the Christ of God. There is a time to weep and a time to laugh. When people are weeping or when we are weeping, we must still find a way of talking about the Christ of God. And when we are laughing, we must still talk about the Christ of God. For example, when we are weeping, when we are in pain, we must remember that the Christ of God is the only one who can comfort us. When people are weeping and they are in pain, we must talk about the Christ of God who is our source of comfort and consolation. When people are laughing and excited and happy, we must talk about the fact that Jesus is the one who has made it possible for us to laugh. He is the one behind our laughter, behind our joy. When we are mourning, there is a time to mourn and a time to dance. We must remember the consolation of the Christ of God. And when we are dancing, we must testify about the Christ of God behind our joy. So you realize that in every moment, we must learn to talk and speak and proclaim the Christ of God. Because the Christ of God is the Savior of the world. The Christ of God is the salvation of the world. Without him, no one will be saved. But friends, Jesus wants everyone to be saved. It is the will of the Father that all come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And that is why Jesus would ask, this, would ask that question. Who do people say that I am? Who is Jesus? This is the fundamental question we must all answer. And this is the fundamental question we must take out there to ask people about Jesus. Whether they know Jesus. And if they do not, we lead them to the personal knowledge of Jesus Christ. Friends, we will not be eager about it if we, had, if we don't have this personal encounter with Jesus Christ. Friends, all of us, by virtue of our baptism, we are mandated to proclaim Jesus. Friends, the very fact that we received the Holy Spirit, that was the mandate granted to us. We are told in Acts 1.8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Have you heard that? Friends, the reason why God gives us the Holy Spirit is for us to, to experience him and to be witnesses. We are given the Holy Spirit to be able to evangelize. 
the Holy Spirit, who is the agent of evangelization. Friends, without the Holy Spirit, we cannot evangelize. And so Jesus says, wait in Jerusalem. We must learn to wait in our Jerusalem. Jesus was praying in solitude. That is a form of a Jerusalem. We must learn to sit and wait and be quickened by God to see the need to evangelize. We must sit at the feet of Jesus to receive the unction, the power to evangelize, the zeal to evangelize. All comes at the at, at, at prayer, when we kneel down to pray, God will give us that grace. Friends, and let us remember that if we don't have any desire to proclaim Christ, any desire to share Christ, there is something wrong with us. If we have no desire to evangelize, if we have no desire to talk about Jesus, and if we are not doing it as a church, as individuals, as a parish, friends, there is something fundamentally wrong to, uh, about that. Because our mission and our assignment is to talk about the Christ of God. The Christ of God. The world must know him. The world must be saved through him. Friends, I repeat, let us check our Christian lives. If we have no zeal, no courage, no desire to talk about the Christ of God, then there is something fundamentally wrong with us. May God help us. To be like St. Paul. In Philippians 3 verse 10, he says that I may know Christ, that I may know him, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Friends, we must all yearn. That is what it means to be a normal Christian. The normal Christian yearns to talk about Christ. If we don't have this yearning, let us pray and ask for grace. And Jesus teaches us how to do that. He was praying in solitude. In the gospel, we are told, Jesus was a man of prayer. If we are men and women of prayer, friends, we will have the heartbeat of God. And the heartbeat of God, it beats for every unsaved soul. And so, if we go into prayer, we will become more like Christ himself and desire the salvation of souls. We pray that God will grant us a deeper and a true revelation of the Christ of God. And cause us to proclaim him at all times. To proclaim him at all times. Yes, there is an appointed time for everything. But when it comes to the proclamation of the gospel, every time is the time to proclaim the gospel. Every time is the time to proclaim the gospel. We pray for wisdom. We pray for grace to be creative, to proclaim the gospel at all times. In everything we do and everywhere we find ourselves, we pray for this grace. The Christ of God must be proclaimed because he died as a ransom for all of us to be saved. We pray for this grace in this Mass. God bless you. In the Christ of God is our salvation. In the Christ of God is our blessing. In the Christ of God is our peace. May we come to know this Christ personally. True prayer in solitude. Amen.